0: Welcome to We Accidentally Vaporized Our Podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Lachlan, and this is Season 3 of our Percy Jackson Recap Analysis. We're reading the Titans curse and providing you with some hot takes, random headcanons, and some hopefully lighthearted disagreements.
1: So get ready to curse some Titans or get cursed by the Titans. Either way, we'll find out in this season of We Accidentally Vaporized Our Podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of We Accidentally Vaporized Our Podcast. Lachlan is laughing at me, but that's okay. She always is. Uh, that's her name, Lachlan. My name is Lauren and we are your hosts of We Accidentally Vaporized Our Podcast.
0: What an incredible way to start a new book. I love it. I love the energy. I love the vibes. Can anyone still tell that Lauren is saying hello as the first word or is it just so just quick and blurred of all the rest? It's like
1: you know i'm sorry i'll start speaking (laughs) slower and really enunciate
0: Mm -hmm. all of my words and now we have lost all of our listeners because they hate us (laughs) (laughs) anyway here we
1: are some of them are are related to you they're not ditching us anytime soon
0: that is true my cousins do listen thanks guys i love you and my dad if he if he still listens thanks dad love you too (laughs) Oh, i'll probably get a text in like four months just from my dad love you too no other context <laughs> for. i'm looking forward to that text <laughs> so it's book three guys we're here we're at it we're doing it again all over did we ever stop maybe you don't know that though <laughs> um you probably so do listening it. in a moment yeah yeah so but before we get into an
1: all-new book uh this one titled Percy Jackson and the Olympians, the Titans curse. Let's hear a little bit about Percy Jackson and the Olympians, the sea of monsters, Lachlan, if you will.
0: Yeah, a little just where are they at moment that we're going to have everyone. So Percy, he's alive. We're proud of him. He's doing great. He is going back to school for the year back. You know, hopefully they find a place, as Sally said, where they don't know us yet, but he's planning on living at home. So, So no more boarding schools for this kid. And we're happy for him for that. Annabeth is also going back out in the world to school. We're happy for her. We're proud of her. Thalia exists. We don't really know where she's going to, what she's going to do. Is she going to be a year rounder? Is she going out in the world? Is she going to run away from camp altogether? Who knows? She's a wild card. <laughs> Grover, she is, could join Luke. She could join Luke. Well, that's what she does immediately? She wakes up, she says, I'm out of here. I'm going to go find my bro. I mean, um, she
1: does know Luke better than she knows pretty much anyone else alive right now.
0: That is true. And she Except might for be super Annabeth. angry at Grover. She yes. might and super I mean, Annabeth was, potentially.
1: Yeah. Annabeth was a literal child. She may not even like her that much anymore.
0: Facts. True facts. And what if Annabeth there was one situation say- where like Annabeth was like idolizing this older kid, the older kid's like, why won't this child leave me alone? <laughs>
1: and that's like she protected me and took care of me and dahlia's like no she wouldn't leave me
0: alone like i just wanted to sleep (laughs) (laughs) anyway um grover was taking a summer vacation because he did so great on his search and then he was going to be resuming his search for pan probably in the fall so that's where he's off to right now theoretically um tyson has left the picture we guess um has gone down to poseidon's palace to go build some weapons like a like a cool kid um hang hanging with his dad kyron's back what all
1: the cool kids do build
0: weapons kyron's longer fired he and dionysus are probably you know playing some more fun games on the porch pinocle pinocle yes i could not remember how to pronounce it um who else do we care about luke is out there doing luke things still um but you know, they kept the fleece from Luke and Kronos, so therefore Kronos can't reform right away. We know he is. Like they said, every time a half blood joins the cause, another piece comes back. So what if he, so if people could just stop joining? Of, that would be really cool. <laughs> you know what that
1: really reminds me of? Yeah. Every time every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings.
0: <laughs> every time a half blood turns evil, another little piece of Kronos comes
1: back. It's like a little oh. bit adorable, almost.
0: <laughs> yeah. Also,
1: like, why you is the what? two of those things okay. linked?
0: You know what? It's also making me think of remember that discussion we had about Hades' clothes and yes. which part of his clothes would be the best. Yes. Which Which part of Kronos would you want connected to you? Because obviously, it's not like your soul, <laughs> but like a part of him will be reclaimed from the underworld when you join up. I I don't. I feel like so, I. I feel be, like, an, like an eyebrow hair. I wanna yeah, be an think
1: that'd,
0: hair. Be cool. that'd be cool. <laughs> um I anyway. to be an
1: outside bit though.
0: Yeah. Um or maybe, I or feel maybe like, also... like like a like a a cardiac cell. That'd be fun.
1: Okay, yeah. Calm down. Soul. We don't not we don't know what that means. Um what's, what I think is really interesting is like the idea that um uh the big three when they or the the eldest gods when they killed uh their father and sent into the underworld, they were like And you can only come back if a bunch of our children join you. The only way (laughs) and then
0: proceed to make their children hate them because of neglect. It's like like,
1: like, here's this one loophole, but don't work, it (laughs) won't work because our kids love us.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess that's part of their hubris of assuming mortals will love them and worship them no matter what. Exactly. It's a little funny. I just enjoy that. Yeah. No, that that is a fun little side topic that we probably could have talked about in our bonus episode but we chose not to because we didn't we, think chose about that? It we, we thought didn't about, think it about, about it 10 minutes later when we recorded this episode that we're doing right now <laughs> it's fine anyway i think that's where all of our main players are at Did I did i leave any clarice she's back she was she was a winner good for her she's living her life but i guess she
1: know. just is no longer important she was nope. important in one book and now we're good
0: yeah like she and tyson were important and now they're just gonna fade back into their lives but yeah Apparently. i think you know so thank you for listening to this episode of where are they now yes <laughs> and that's and all now we we're gonna today. get and now we're gonna get into the actual chapter chapter one my rescue operation goes very wrong which is like a fun little callback to the way sea of monsters ended and that percy's like i had the best afternoon of my life i was hanging out with all my friends having a great time of course that means everything's about to fall apart and then thalia showed up and now we have we're not even starting off on a good note it's just everything is just wrong immediately
1: no no no. it does not start wrong because first of all my
0: my rescue operation goes very wrong we're starting starting with bad vibes no we're starting with some (laughs) bad vibes i'll give you that but
1: (laughs) like Percy gets to have, like, a nice eight-hour drive with his mom from New York to Maine uh, with his friends Annabeth and Talia. They packed a bag of deadly weapons and went to a new boarding school. Um, mm-hmm. Annabeth, so Talia. Yeah, so we're starting the, I'm starting the chapter, basically, is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, like, we've established, at least, that Thalia didn't run off and join Luke. and. Yes she and Percy are friends and amba did say they're going to be worst enemies or best friends so we're starting off neutral for now exactly that's exciting
1: yeah um <laughs> so they are driving to maine for reasons unknown no um, no but they're, they're going to
0: bar harbor maine and i've been i've gone camping i've been mean, in this really? town before i've i've gone camping in bass harbor which is next to bar harbor and we had dinner in bar harbor so wow. I've been here. It's a very lovely area. I highly recommend visiting. My favorite thing about this town, now that we're talking about it, is now there Now that are... we're talking about it, you're talking about <laughs> it. Now, now that I have your attention, everyone, there's this house that was right on the water and a house on the other side of the road that was like also seeing the water. So like, they were set up just so, so that both houses had a water view but the neighbors got into a huge fight and like hated each other so the neighbor closer to the water built a fence literally called the spite fence on a sign attached to the fence that blocked off the water view from the house from the other house
1: that sounds about right
0: i toured this toured i went to this town um my soft going into my sophomore year of high school i'm now a grad student in college that is the main thing i remember about this trip is the spite fence nice i love i love the spite fence so much <laughs> so either way they're driving up there
1: and apparently they're a little nervous because there's a blizzard going on and no one's talking except for percy's mom who keeps telling um embarrassing baby stories to them which he is not appreciating Classic, uh, and eventually Sally. they pull up onto westover hall um it's a boarding school up in bar harbor maine we don't know where it is in relation to the spite fence but it's (laughs) up there and it looks very menacing um percy's mom is sort of like are you sure you really want to go in and they're like don't worry mom we got this um we'll be okay and they're like and she's like well how are you gonna get back and she's like it's okay like we got this and then annabeth is like it's okay mrs jackson we'll keep him out of trouble and that's what gets Percy's mom, where she's like, "Oh yeah, we're good," because apparently she thinks that Annabeth is the most level-headed person in the to ever hit eighth grade. Um, yeah.
0: Well, you and- have to think about like what a weird situation this is for her, because like she is driving them into a dangerous situation. She's a mom; she's supposed to be driving her kid away from the danger. She has in the past literally driven him away from the danger, and now she's like, "Here you go, I guess." So this must be a really weird position for her to be in because she doesn't want something to happen to him here i'd be like i drove my kid to his death literally (laughs) you know
1: i mean but annabeth's there to keep him
0: alive yes and annabeth's there which makes everything better so yeah so they're gonna they're gonna go in and sally agrees to drop them off and you know hope for the best as she drives back to the city and as she drives away, Thalia says, "Your mom is so cool, Percy." And you know what? Thalia writhes bat, stating facts, and I support her for this.
1: Yes, and then Percy immediately <laughs> makes it worse by asking Thalia, by asking Thalia about her mom, um, which she does not appreciate. Uh, also, Thalia is a punk rocker and i love that she's wearing uh black uh leather pants a uh, ripped up army jacket chain jewelry black eyeliner um and it's really it's it's really cool i just love this image of her like i feel oh, like because yeah. we don't get like we don't like annabeth and percy like they don't have like a sense of style in any way and neither do like mm-hmm. rover or like anyone they've really met orange shirts. so I, Orange shirts. So I love the idea of of Dahlia being like, this is what I wear, and I'm not changing it, even though I just came back from being a tree. I just love that idea.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like being a tree for several years would put you even more into that emo punk goth vibe. Oh, yeah. Which I know is not the same thing. I know all those three words are very different aesthetics if you get down into the details, but you know, exactly for our purposes. Um
1: so they head inside Westover Hall saying that Grover will be waiting for them. Um and he had, they're wondering what he found that he sent a distress call. And Percy, of course, says, nothing good, I guess. Um, so they head in to the hall. I just love that it's called Westover Hall because I get to say, like, they head into the hall. Yeah, um, So they the head hall into of the hall. hall. <laughs> Especially because Percy calls it Westover, and I'm like, the hall. Um, yeah so they head in and it's like very old school they have a bunch of uh battle flags and weapons with antique rifles battle axes and a bunch of other stuff uh because they're a military school apparently um Mm -hmm. percy's got riptide in his pocket she's uh he's he's uh getting ready just in case he needs it while talia is getting her silver bracelet ready which is a her favorite magical item um -hmm. and they both got the same same idea that somehow for some reason a fight is about to happen. Uh, the door closes behind them. They throw their
0: overnight bags behind a pillar. I don't know why. Like, I feel like I'd rather just have it on me just in case. Well, see, I guess it's because, like, if suddenly monsters jump out of them, they don't want that extra weight. Or maybe they don't want any... If they run across any mortals, they don't want any question. Then, like, why do you have all these bags with you? I don't know. I'm trying to justify something that I also don't understand.
1: It's just like... <laughs> They said it's overnight bags, but I'm assuming, like based off what I use as an overnight bag, it's either like a backpack or like a duffel bag that you can throw over your shoulder and put behind you. So I'm kind of like, I feel like in a battle situation, I want to be able to swing that at somebody or throw it at them, yeah, to like distract them. But also, like 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 you're not
0: guaranteed
1: their weapons or ambrosia and nectar are in there, which is another thing.
0: Yeah, and then another and another thing and another, you're not guaranteed the same exit like yes they came in this way but they have no idea what they're walking into they don't even know what this distress signal is about so they're not guaranteed that they're going to be coming back the same way so exactly have they potentially just said goodbye to whatever clothing and possessions are in these bags yes
1: and if percy doesn't have the bag with him how will he change into his fighty shirt
0: we had we just had to assume he came wearing the fighty shirt
1: yeah probably <laughs> and i'm glad well, that see, that. i really hope camp gives more Than like two pairs of shirts because they've definitely they've definitely like lost or broken or ripped or destroyed. No, no, they make
0: you buy them. They give it's like a work uniform. (laughs) From when I worked at the amusement park, they give you the first set. You have to buy the rest. So if you keep ruining them, that's on you. That's what they sell at the camp store. Maybe maybe you can work off the new shirts by doing extra chores.
1: Hopefully, But
0: but I I believe that you you only get one or two and then you just have to buy the rest
1: oh yeah i hope so that's (laughs) this is the one thing they sell at the camp store
0: yeah yeah i'm also Um, i'm also writing down that we need to actually check in in another chapter or two of if they actually get the bags back so that because we have a new resolution we have a new resolution we're gonna write these things down so i'm writing down do they get the bags back and hopefully we will address this in the future because i know everyone's really really concerned about this everyone is (laughs) Um, oh my god well anyway so they store the bags and they're heading on down the hallway
1: they're also behind a pillar this is gonna i'm sorry i just realized they're (laughs) behind a pillar and like i don't know what you were taught at school but we're gonna get this might be a little weird but i was taught at school at airports bus stations anywhere if there is an unaccompanied bag sitting somewhere you tell someone you tell, like, a security officer if or something. If you
0: see something, say something. <laughs>
1: exactly. So I'm like, imagine if, like, they oh didn't even God, get yes. through anything because someone calls in a bomb threat on three suspicious bags sitting in the corner just behind a pillar It's Also,
0: like, behind a pillar doesn't really even exist because of the way that's structured. You will see it when you're walking towards it because it'll be on the side. It won't actually be behind it. No matter, like, there will be some direction that you're walking to where you will directly see the bags exactly they're not actually hidden they're just to the side they're up against the wall <laughs> we care a little too much about these bags <laughs> anyway they walk a little bit down the hallways away from their beloved bags when suddenly their path is blocked by <laughs> by a man and a woman oh my god place your bets now are these monsters or humans guys so these are two like obviously like adults who work at this school because they are in military get up with military hair and all of that and they walk stiffly like they have broomsticks to their backs because you know you gotta have you gotta have the look you gotta have the aesthetic. I,
1: I also love the way that that's that's described like they have broomsticks taped to their spines because there is another specific image that I am thinking of that. Because we've decided that our podcast is a clean one, I cannot say. Basically, (laughs) that broomstick is somewhere in a different appendage.
0: Oh my God, Lauren. Might I say up a different appendage? We got, we got, no, we made an agreement that we're going to keep this clean and we're going to stick with it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Was that unintentional that you just said? Because it brought it to mind.
0: No, no, I don't. however you interpreted my sentence just now was not at all intentional so let's move on from this shall we so the woman of course m- asks what are you doing here because there are three kids at a military school without military uniforms on and that's a little bit suspicious i mean do think. they have i mean they're there clearly at like evening time do they have to wear well, the military okay also uniform at they're all out times? and about at evening time what are they doing out and about at evening time at a military school i feel like every I mean I've never been to military school I don't know what they're like but I assume based off of the media that every second of your life is regimented and therefore I like the, way you said just, that. the media the children media. would not just be out and about randomly like you always have a very specific place you are supposed to be at every moment of your day so children just out and about in the hallways is wrong so, I mean now you're just describing camp half <laughs> anyway so Percy's freaking out because he never considered someone just happening upon them. He was just like, yeah. we're going to get in. We're going to find Grover. We're going to deal with the situation. We're going to get out. Never thinking, what if someone asks us what we're doing? What am I going <laughs> to say? I love that. <laughs> yep. that
1: matches. Per- that's just Percy.
0: It's so like he. Yeah. Just that tunnel vision of like, this is what I have to do. This is what I'm going to do. Oh, wait, there's a deviation of the plan. Oh, my good God. What am I going to do now?
1: What is he going to do now?
0: Yep. Apparently. It's lie badly,
1: which is what he tries to do. Um, <laughs> but the man is like visitors and the dance. You should be ejected. Um, <laughs> He's got some French accent, uh, and he yep. has two different colored eyes: one brown, one blue. As described by Percy, like an
0: alley cat. Uh, Not that people can just have heterochromia. Yeah, but no. okay. Um, also, but this guy like has a an alley hawkish cat. face. Yes. Yes, um, Talia so.
1: steps forward, snaps her fingers, and then Percy sort of feels like a gust of wind. Um, and then Talia says, "Oh, but we're not visitors. We go to school here. I'm Talia and Percy. We're in the eighth grade."
0: Um, and Percy's like, "What the frick? That's not gonna work." Um, it's like it's like the Jedi mind trick. These are not the droids you're looking for. Exactly. That is what <laughs> she does. And the woman, Miss god
1: shock uh believes her and just lets them through but the man seems to not believe them as much but they take it and start going into the gymnasium uh but before they can grover walks up uh he says oh uh, uh, dr thorne uh who's like what is it what do you mean they made it because he's like oh you made it guys uh these students live here and she was like yeah 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 they do they they do i'm so happy they made it the the punch to the dance the
0: punch is great and they made it Woo-hoo!
1: um <laughs> yeah like Dr. none of these Thorn. none
0: of these kids are good at like hovering their tracks or like they need to take I mean, an improv class i mean like honestly. yeah they should <laughs> they really should offer they like, need they class. need an improv class because they but are struggling like
1: hard that's not, like, Grover's fault. He didn't yeah. realize, like, what, what they were happening.
0: Yes, but a- as a general group, we've had enough situations now where they come up with really, like, like they all died in a the bathtub. They got lost from the circus. You know, like, they need the improv dying in the bathtub. skills <laughs> together.
1: <laughs> they should do improv skills. Anyway, the dying in the bathtub.
0: anyway, Mrs. Gottschalk tells them to run along, and they're not allowed to leave the gymnasium. And so they salute a couple times and head on head on down their merry way. And of course, Percy's meet like, "Hey, Thalia, how did you do that finger snap thing? And why can't I do it?" And Thalia's like, "Oh, you mean the mist? Kyron didn't show you how to do it." <laughs> I,
1: while I agree that like she definitely says it in a certain way she does not say like, she, she really would say the-
0: she would say the way I said it but those are the vibes
1: but I feel like I feel like she'd be like you mean the mist has Kyron shown you how to do that yet like she's yeah. I feel like she'd be very like just like well why
0: isn't he showing you I don't know that's weird like yeah. wait like what, you like, what, what, what do enough? you think like, like what do you think yeah <laughs> <laughs> like why does Kyron think I'm better than you like maybe think about that for a minute
1: I mean he didn't say that he didn't say
0: it to me, but like actions speak louder than words, and it, they do this action.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then you should punch him.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I and then won't. of course Percy immediately is like, "Why had he showed Thalia and not me?" Um, so Percy's having a little moment as Grover while... leads them into the gym. Yep, and he of course is really excited they're there. He hugs Thalia and Annabeth and high fives Percy and like Percy, just hug your friends. Come on, bro, hug your friends all of you situations are about to die any second hug hug Two someone. bros <laughs> high-fiving each other because they're not gay <laughs> anyway um so we get a recap of grover and just that you know he wears his his red cap because he's he's in human mode and he has a shirt that says westover hall grunt
1: See, they're not wearing military un- uniforms; they're wearing derogatory uniforms.
0: <laughs> well, because it's unclear if that's Grover's rank or, like, maybe the school motto. I think. Yeah, I like I like Percy's energy here. So, so then Percy's like, "Okay, so like, what's the emergency? Why'd you call us here?" And Grover says he found two half-bloods at the school. So big, deal, you know, Grover's really just hit hit the jackpot at all these schools he gets placed at and it's
1: it well i mean yeah like in a a negative way
0: for him it's It's a lot of stress for him
1: it's a lot of stress i think it's just dumb luck because any (laughs) any what's it called who was there would have found two of them like whoever was at percy school would have found percy like no Mm -hmm. offense to grover but it's like dumb luck
0: yeah and so you may be wondering at this point right why is Grover even at this school looking for half bloods when we just said in the where are they now segment that he was off searching for Pan? Well, let us tell you. So, Percy, in his little internal monologue, says that Kyron put all the satyrs on emergency overtime something have been across the country looking for half bloods through grades four through high school for possible recruits because they were losing campers and they need all the fighters they can find, specifically fourth graders. Give them some weapons already. <laughs> And well, no, I think it's also like at
1: fourth there. grade and like around that age, they're not old enough to yeah. really understand it, but they could still be like kidnapped or manipulated yeah. or anything or mm-hmm. just straight up killed to not fight for the other side by Luke and them. So I feel like they're like, we'd rather figure out who they are, find them, and protect yeah. them by how young they
0: are. That is true. We already know Luke doesn't have any problems at all killing twelve-year-olds, and so you know what? What's a fourth grader or two? I mean.
1: Tactically, he wasn't gonna kill percy he was just gonna let the pit scorpion do it
0: i mean he did throw the pit scorpion onto percy so no he put it
1: on the ground the pit scorpion then decided to percy.
0: <laughs> anyway he so then swatted yeah. it with his hand. so so potentially grover may have restarted his search or he never even got to go back but he is now turned back into regular keeper mode finding bloods. and yes. he did he found two he found two a brother and sister
1: 10 and 12. He says they're strong and that they're running out of time because there's a monster at the school. He and he does not know their
0: parentage. That,
1: yeah, he does not know the parentage. Uh, he suspects that they're half-blood, but he's not positive, but it is the last day of term. So it's kind of his last chance. Uh, mm-hmm. So per- Grover ended up calling backup. Um, yeah. And he so also says that like,
0: anytime Grover tries to get close to the half-bloods, the monster person in disguise is always there blocking. And so Grover yes. can't get them without help because he doesn't know what this monster is but just knows that he's on to Grover and the kids and there's no way Grover can protect two half floods with a monster right there who's also on to them
1: exactly there's only so much hillary duff on the plan flute can really do and i feel um, like also
0: after you know losing thalia before he's like god i can't have this happen again guys i need someone please we can't do this yeah. again because oh that's really
1: interesting yeah i never not thought about that because once he found Percy, he called in backup. And now that he yes. found these two, he's calling in backup. So he
0: learns from his mistakes. Like, yeah. But you
1: could also say that he's insecure about what happened in the past. Yeah. You know, he's judging himself based off what
0: happened and he wants
1: to do it right this time.
0: Though at um, the same time, it is valid right in that time. trying to protect two kids who have no idea what they're doing or what's going on would be exactly. very, very challenging, especially because um, he doesn't really use weapons. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, it would um, be a bit hard. Grover sort of looks to Talia for guidance, which, yeah, she's the daughter of Zeus, so she's got some seniority, um, which I think is the wrong move in any situation. You should be looking at Manabath. Um, <laughs> and then yes. Grover, who, they figure out, they, Grover says that the half-ledger at the dance, so Talia's like, cool, we'll go to the dance. Who's the monster? That's what Grover reveals, that they just met him, Vice Principal Dr. Thorne the alley cat man
0: (laughs) I think also just going back to Grover looking at Thalia I feel like this rubs salt in the wound further for Percy of Kyron is teaching her special mistricks tricks and not Percy his best friend is now looking to Thalia to lead them when he used to look at Percy and he's like what am I even doing here then (laughs) like I'll just call my Um, mom and go home yeah his mom was the ride (laughs) that's the only reason he's here That, that was his contribution yeah because Sally and Ann Beth needed to ride. Like, hey, Percy, I guess we'll call you. Can your mom pick us up and bring some for cookies, please? Thanks. <laughs> um, really that's what they they wanted to hang out with Sally and eat her cookies. Exactly. <laughs> the blue cookies. Yes. Yep. All right, yep. So Percy says that the dance is absolutely insane because it's the only time the kids actually get to be, you know, normal kids. And so there's like tons of decorations everywhere. The girls are all huddled up like they do uh dances you know i've been to dances i get this yeah dances are i feel like it's usually
1: cool. when you like dance with like a group of friends you're dancing in a circle like yes. it's always weird like i feel like that always it's, happens a, it's a tight, it's a tight huddle it's a yes. tight huddle
0: yes but not only Except is it for a one tight... person
1: who's like using all their arms so they get a little more space than everyone else yeah
0: yeah but not only is it a tight huddle of girl power friends they're also going around like piranhas surrounding boys and covering them in lipstick and ribbons
1: which is a little weird that is a little weird that is (laughs) is a little weird I don't know what's up with that (laughs) I don't know what school dances Rick went to
0: but (laughs) no clue no clue you know maybe they're a bunch of like she demons or something on the side and then you have the classic guys hanging out in the back playing basketball doing their thing (laughs) Um... I love the idea I love
1: the fact that Percy is like um, wrecking that he like Recognizes he sees and, himself uh, in them. He sees yeah. himself, and he's like, "Yeah, th- those are my people over
0: there." Yeah, <laughs> yep. And then Grover points out who we now learn are Bianca and Nico D'Angelo, the two kids that he's been keeping an eye on, and they're arguing over by the bleachers. And the girl wears a floppy green cap. I guess you know to match Grover's red cap. Where's all about the caps here? Not hats, caps, caps, caps. It's caps. a vibe.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's like a weird like. You know how some people say like um uh pop instead of soda or like tennis mm-hmm. shoes instead of sneakers maybe it's just like a regional thing
0: maybe yeah that rick yeah. is wrong about <laughs> yeah so it says that she's wearing the hat almost like she's trying to hide her face and is the older of the two with the other one being her like little brother and they have dark silky hair and olive skin and they use their hands a lot when they talk which just feels like very very stereotypically italian yes <laughs> but
1: also like, i mean like, some okay. people just naturally do talk about it but just
0: wait when, when you pull that together like like the na- the last name and everything it's uh, but i mean also like okay. it's a way to characterize them yeah yeah just very very stereotypical portrayal <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so um and the boy is playing with some type of trading cards and the girl is scolding him and looking around like she's freaking out and Ambus like um did you tell them like is that why they're freaking out and Grover's like no no you know that that's silly you know we don't do that here that, that's not protocol but because like once they realize sense will become stronger especially if there's already a monster lurking that would just be a bad plan of course it makes it harder to you know get them out if, yes because then they're not going to go off with strangers they don't know why they have to go, go off like person didn't even want to go with his mom to camp because he didn't know what, what was going on it was his mom you know well, also
1: like <laughs> Grover was like Percy you have to let me walk you to your house and Percy was like <laughs> yeah sure and then ditched him
0: yeah and again that was like his friend you know oh yeah so. that's just something that he really liked yeah also. so why are these two kids gonna trust these random strangers it's not looking great for them exactly yep so Percy of course me like let's grab him get out of here and it's like No, Percy, you can't do that. This (laughs) is why Grover didn't look to you. Yeah, because Sally pulls him back, and we notice that Doctor thorne is standing over near the D'Angelos and just kind of nods at them, like I'm keeping my eye on you, weirdos infiltrating. I I love (laughs) the idea
1: of him giving them like a bro nod, (laughs) like you know, like just the chin. Like I'm watching (laughs) you. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm picturing.
0: Yep. So of course we know that um, Thorne has not been fooled and he but was just going along with it, just sort of to see. Because of course, like he doesn't know why they're here either. Maybe they're not even there for Nico. Yeah, they just decided to go to a random school dance. Or maybe there's Maine. other half-bloods that he doesn't even know about. Exactly. You know? So he's so he's also kind of like watching them to see what's happening. So Thaya has a great idea of like, don't go after them immediately. We'll just like edge our way closer. we got to like blend in, throw, throw off the scent. And how are they going to do that? You may be wondering. By dancing, of course. of course. So she grabs Grover and they go off and dance as she's making fun of Grover for picking Jesse McCartney to play. And over Green Day. Who Grover oh, doesn't Day. recognize the name Green Day, which kind I think is great, really fun. Great, great band. God, I love Green Day. Anyway.
1: I just love the idea of, pers- of uh, Talia loving Green Day. <laughs>
0: it makes sense it makes sense which means that percy may also not know who green day is because at the, end of the last book it was talking about how thalia had a bunch of like was wearing a band t-shirt and had like buttons for like bands he had never heard of so i feel like green I Day mean, was probably one of them <laughs> yeah
1: but he might have just like skimmed over them
0: yeah yeah but it's also just i feel like funny. i feel like percy's yeah. the
1: edgy teenager who listens to green day
0: i mean he's I a, skater. He cool. he oh, he a skater he obviously is a Green day <laughs> anyway so Thalia and Grover go off to dance and now Annabeth and Percy are hanging out and she says it's just really nice to have Thalia back around and Percy is now you know regarding Annabeth because we have to reestablish the relationship with all the characters at the beginning of any book in the series he is upset because she's taller than him and we know that's a constant battle for young men in schools oh, it is. <laughs> and when their female friends are taller than them all hell breaks loose it's a bad time and now, in addition to her Cam Blood necklace, she's wearing cute little owl earrings, which I desperately wanted to have when I was younger. <laughs> like so badly, I wanted these earrings, which obviously you know, her mother's Athena, so owls. And then she takes off her ski cap and her long blonde hair tumbles down her shoulders and she looks older. And he's like, not sure why. Like, oh, my God. She looks girly, guys. It's a big deal. <laughs> oh, my
1: gosh, she does.
0: Oh my God. Wow, this older woman <laughs> vibes. <laughs> but anyway. So Percy is now trying to figure out how to act like a human being again because he just stops functioning for a second and asks if she's designed any good buildings. And so she's like, she's talking now about her school and how excited she is about like all these cool architecture programs she's able to take and now Percy's getting sad sad boy hours again because he doesn't get to hang out with her even though she and Thalia are going to a boarding school in Brooklyn but it's an all-girls school so he's not allowed over there I also love the idea that um he's in Brooklyn he's in Manhattan they're in Brooklyn so like that's also
1: trouble but I also love the idea that he is partially upset because Talia gets to see her so often yeah like first Grover is looking at Talia and Annabeth is hanging out with Talia at the same school so Percy like who barely gets to interact with her at all is now has even less time because of this
0: yeah yeah definitely it's like again he's like losing Like he gets these friends and then is losing them again to other people, you know, which is always, always such a sad vibe. Like when you're friends with someone and then like their best friend comes back around and you're just like, oh wait, I'm not this person's, they're my best friend, but I'm not their best friend. And that's like such a terrible, sad feeling as a young person, you know, know. I'm just, I'm just that reminder of like, no matter how much you care about someone and want to be their friend, you can't control how they interpret your relationship or how they view your relationship you know, like there's always other things that they're experiencing in their lives. And we're going way too long on this chapter, but it's okay. We are. <laughs> it's the first chapter. We had a lot to say. Yeah, it's fine. and we had to do the whole recap and everything. Yeah, it's fine. So then we get ominous vibes because Percy asks if she's staying the rest of the year at the school. And she's like, well, maybe if, if I don't, but it gets cut off by Thalia saying that they need to start dancing because they look dumb and Percy's like oh who should I ask and Annabeth like punches in the guns like me seaweed brain ask me to dance with you so they start awkwardly dancing as young I also love the idea do. that they're trying to blend in by
1: dancing with each other but like I feel like if I was at a middle school dance and people started dancing with each other I'd be like I'd be staring at them more I'd be like yeah.
0: no one does that They were fine as is. They blended in more, I feel like, by just standing there awkwardly on the side. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Whatever. So they're shuffling around and Percy's like, my hands are sweaty. It probably really grows. I keep sitting on her toes. She's taller than me. Oh, my God, this is awful. And he's like, all right, so you were saying you're having trouble at school or something, Annabeth? Like, you want to tell me more about that? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm not. It's my dad. He's moving to San Francisco, which, as you know, half can't go to. And he's like, actually, I don't know anything about that.
1: And he's like, wait, why? <laughs> and she goes, you know, it's right there. And I'm like, uh, like okay. Oh, okay. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so you'll go back to living at camp? Um, yeah. And she's like, look, I... There's something more serious going on. And then she froze and was like, they're gone. He's like, what? And looking over at the bleachers, Bianca and Nico are no longer there. The bleacher doors are wide open and Dr. Thorne is also nowhere to be seen. Um, So Annabeth looks around for Talia and Grover to look for them. Um, she runs away and Percy's about to follow when all of a sudden um, he gets trapped by the uh, mob of girls, gets away from them, <laughs> Looking around, he can't see any. He can't see Talia Grover or Annabeth, but he does see Bianca's green floppy hat on the floor, um, and a few scattered train, training cards. He then catches just a glimpse of Dr. Thorne hurrying at the door, steering the D'Angelo kids by the scruffs of their necks. Uh, so he follows, he decides cat that
0: imagery once again. Yes, he decides
1: <laughs> that, uh, instead of going, uh, uh, to look for talia and grover and beth has that so he's going to follow um because he's feeling all this stuff about talia it's not that he resents her he's she's cool and all it's just that she's Mm -hmm. getting all the attention Mm -hmm. she which is the thing is a really big like step back for percy who at the end of last book was like i don't need the attention because uh um yeah uh clary well it's like even though
0: like yes he said he didn't need the attention but he still knew he was at the top as far as like rankings based on the gods like he was still the only child of the big three so he would still have that level of prestige and respect or whatever the seniority you could say that like other campers don't have and now there's this there's this person who has more real world fighting monsters experience who is this legend with all the other campers and whose dad is more important than his dad so like in all yeah. these areas, who's taking his best friends, like so in all these areas, she is like one-upping him. And so that is just like, it's like the culmination of all of this too much for him to handle. Um.
1: So he follows them out into the hallway. Here's a grunt and sort of trying to find them jogging out there, brings out his sword. And all of a sudden he sees the D'Angelo kids in a room and they're looking at him with horror. Um, he lowers his sword and is like, it's okay, I'm not gonna hurt you their eyes are full of fear they're not answering and he's like my name's percy i'm gonna get you out of here get you somewhere safe and all of a sudden he uh sees bianca's eyes widen and only too late he realizes what she means (laughs) turns around and before he can turn around he hears a and all of a sudden, he gets stabbed by something in the shoulder. Feels a like huge pain, and like almost like a huge hand yanked him in the back and slammed him into the wall. He slashes, but there's nothing to hit. And an a- and a laughter echoes throughout the hall. Yes, Perseus Jackson. I don't know how to do a weird French accent. <laughs> um, yes, Perseus Jackson. His accent mangled the J because uh, he's French. Blah blah blah. Um, <laughs> I know who you are, Uh, and Percy's like trapped, and he's like trying to free his shoulder, but like it's almost like a spike is, uh, but there's a spike that has uh, cemented him into the wall, Uh, and there's poison, but he's he's trying not to pass out, Um, and there's Doctor Thorne. He still looked human, but his face, that hawkish face, is still a little ghoulish, with white teeth and the brown and blue eyes reflected back at him. Thank you for coming out to the gym. I hate the middle school dances. See, um, now more German. <laughs> I'm sorry. Percy's like <laughs> trying to fight him off. It really can't do anything. Um, and boom, whoosh, another projectile, another spike comes out from behind Dr. Thorne. And he can't tell what's happening because it's almost like there's someone behind him throwing knives that he can't see. Um, Bianca is, uh yelps because that second spike, that second thorn like dr thorn if you will um embeds <laughs> in, in the wall next to her and thorn is like if any of you make a single noise i will throw show you just how accurately i can throw
0: dun, Come dun, with dun. me.
1: Dun, dun, dun. and that's where the yep. chapter ends
0: okay backtracking real quick though oh i'm when- so sorry oh oh no it's fine it worked for the flow of the chapter but just i love this so much in like a horrible kind of way so when percy says like the projectile grazed his skin pass grace through, through the skin of my shoulders passed through my clothes and the cup burned i'd felt something like this before poison bro this is the third time he has been poisoned The i mean thankfully he time. didn't get poisoned at all last week thankfully yeah, you know, he had a week off, but just like, I think like we can start a tracker now, the number of times this boy gets poisoned because yeah. he got um shoot, what, what was first? St. Louis. He was in Shuda. Yeah, St. Yes, Louis. Louis Arch and then Luke with the pit scorpion. And now this projectile from this still yet to be identified monster. At least, unless I'm forgetting others. I mean, you could, he wasn't necessarily poisoned, but he was transformed by that strawberry drink by Cersei. Though I wouldn't call that poisoning. That wasn't poison because that wasn't—that wasn't going to kill him. But yeah, three times now. Yeah, I don't think he got poisoned in the last book. It's this boy is thirteen, and he has been he's the one who keeps going on dangerous quests. <laughs> I just think about them three times so we'll see how many more he has left in him yeah
1: well we'll find out as we move on with this book how many times he gets poisoned in it uh thank you so much for listening uh please remember to if you can rate review subscribe i'm assuming you're listening to us on some sort of application uh and most (laughs) of those now allow you to give us a review or rate us uh so tell us how we've been doing so please if you uh, could take just a couple minutes and do that we would really appreciate it
0: yeah Uh, and we're also theoretically going to be more active on instagram now so follow us at accidentally vaporized pod we'll maybe do some fun stuff on there no promises because we're both very bad at technology we're barely keeping this together as is (laughs) um and other big exciting things so i know like last book we had my sibling on guests for an episode. We have some really exciting guests from other Percy Jackson pods in the works for some upcoming chapters. So yes, stay hopefully. tuned for that. We're making yeah. friends, guys. Aren't you proud yeah, of us? Exactly. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. It's, it's going to be a really fun, like we're changing things up. It's going to be a really fun book. I'm It's going to be a really
1: fun book. Uh, Titan's Curse, I don't think I said this, is I believe my favorite book in the series. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I realized this recently. I have a thing for middle books, um, like Titan's Curse, Goblet of Fire they're always I feel like the second book I always really love Catching Fire is my favorite Hunger Games book I always <laughs> love I got a thing for the middle book uh, yeah. well thank you so much for listening and I hope you guys enjoyed Titans Christians as I do uh, and hopefully you'll be listening to us very soon bye yeah, bye